This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.07 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharad. It's time for Popet Popet Parliament, where we bring you updates from the Day One Riot. First up today, Wangsa Maju MP Zahir Hassan asked if the Education Ministry is planning to increase the number of vocational colleges that offer courses in the EV industry. He also wanted to know about plans for other courses that are in line with the current technological developments like smart technology and artificial intelligence. Deputy Education Minister Lim Hui Ying addressed the first question by saying that study programs related to the EV industry will be introduced at the Pengarang Vocational Colleges in Johor and is expected to start operating in 2026. Meanwhile, elements of hybrid automotive technology and electric vehicles, as well as robotic technology, will have to be integrated into the curriculum programs of about 53 vocational colleges. Kementerian Pendidikan Malaysia telah mengambil inisiatif memperkenalkan bidang pengajian berkaitan EV iaitu teknologi otomatif, hybrid dan kenderaan elektrik EV di College Vocational KV Pengerang, Johor yang akan mula beroperasi pada tahun 2026. Perancangan prabina sedang dilakukan bagi memastikan kursus yang bakal ditawarkan ini dapat disiapkan mengikut garis masa yang telah ditetapkan. Manakala elemen teknologi otomotif hybrid dan kenderaan elektrik EV serta teknologi robotik diterapkan dalam kurikulum di 53 buah KV yang menawarkan program teknologi otomotif yang pada ketika ini memang berupaya untuk meningkatkan pengetahuan murid terhadap teknologi terkini. Huying said that the curriculum at vocational colleges was equipped with the latest technological content so that graduates fulfill the needs of the job market. Some initiatives include smart farming and the Internet of Things in agriculture, among other fields. KPM juga komited memastikan graduan TVET KPM relevant dengan pekerjaan masa hadapan dengan memastikan kandungan kurikulum bagi program diploma yang ditawarkan di KV diberi nilai tambah teknologi terkini selaras dengan perkembangan industri 4.0 melalui perubahan ke kurikulum baharu. Sebagai contoh, smart farming dan Internet of Things IoT dalam bidang pertanian yang diintegrasikan melalui latihan amali bagi program pertanian di lima buah college vocational pertanian KPM yang menawarkan program pertanian seperti KV Teluk Intan Perak, KV Ceno Pahang, KV Pasir Putih Kelantan, KV Datuk Le Maharaja, Negeri Sembilan dan KV Lahad Datu Sabah. Selain daripada itu, elemen L IoT dan Artificial Intelligence AI dengan izin juga diterapkan dalam kurikulum di 23 buah KV yang menawarkan program teknologi sistem komputer dan rangkaian melalui pelaksanaan sistem rumah pintar Smart Home. Then Kulim Bandabaru MP Rosan Hashim wanted to know what the ministry was doing to make sure students who graduated with a technology degree secured jobs in the sector, as well as the marketability value of the TVET students. Huying explained that the marketability rate of TVET graduates had seen an increase over the years and it reached some 99% in 2021. She also said the ministry had created collaborations with high-impact industries to ensure a pathway for students to secure jobs that were aligned with what they studied in college. Here's her listing down the various industries involved. 
Antaranya seperti TWI Technologies and Yambahat, Kulim Advanced Technologies and Yambahat, McDonald's, SK Magic Retails Malaysia and Yambahat, Exxon Malaysia Sales and Services and Yambahat, IBM Malaysia and Yambahat, Sarawak Shell and Yambahat, Selangor Technical Skills Development Center dan Cement Malaysia. Malaysia Automotive, Robotics and IoT Institute, Malaysia Timber Council. That was Deputy Education Minister Lim Hui Ying. Now, if you have a question or like to discuss this, you can uh, send us a, a WhatsApp message or tweet us or call us at 7733-2900. The question really is, would you like to see vocational colleges offering more courses related to EV? And besides EV, what other innovative and tech driven classes or programs would you like to see integrated into TVET? Now, moving on, a Basod MP wanted to know what the government plans to do about the cases of violence committed by unlicensed moneylenders, or more commonly known as Alongs. Deputy Home Minister Dr. Sri Shamsul Anwar Naras Nasara said that authorities have conducted an operation called Ops Vulture aimed to eradicate unlicensed moneylenders completely. Shamsul also explained that the ministry was working with uh, the Malaysian Communications and Multimedia Commission to remove unlicensed advertisements online as well as on social media. Untuk maklumat, sebanyak 734 operasi telah jalankan di bawah Bocor sepanjang tempoh Januari hingga Ogos 2023 di seluruh negara. Daripada jumlah tersebut, seramai 898 orang telah ditangkap dan sebanyak 196 kes telah dibuat tuduhan. Selain itu, kita bekerjasama dengan pihak berkuasa dengan bertindak menurunkan iklan-iklan pinjaman wang, meminta bantuan pihak SKMMM untuk memadam iklan-iklan pinjaman yang tidak berlesen di internet serta di laman sosial dan mengesan alung melalui pelbagai sumber termasuk nombor telefon yang tertera pada iklan. Pihak polis juga menjalankan kerjasama dua hala dengan pihak Telco, SKMMM untuk membantu dari segi mengesan lokasi suspek. Samsul stated that the demand for illegal money lenders existed because of difficulties faced by the public in getting loans from banks. He also acknowledged that Alongs now charge, or rather changed their tactics from posting in public places to advertising their services on social media. This is because the ministry has increased its capacity. He's, uh, he advised the public to use a website monitored by the government to verify whether a money lender is licensed or not before going through the loans. He clarified that this wasn't meant to encourage borrowing. Untuk makluman uh, yang berhormat, kita ada app, app Semak di portal Semak Mul dipanggil. Mana-mana individu yang ingin buat pinjaman, sila buat semakkan di uh, laman website yang kita ada. Di situ tertera. Mananya dia nak buat pinjaman, dia tengok kalau ada nama-nama yang uh, di senar hitam situ, makna jangan kita berusaha dengan pihak berkenaan. Tapi ini bukan bermaksud bahawa kita galak pinjaman. Tapi jika uh, mereka yang uh, memang uh, memerlukan membuat semakan-semakan di dalam web yang kita buat, satu. Dan uh, sudah tentu daripada itu juga kita membuka seluas-seluasnya aduan-aduan untuk membuat laporan-laporan bagi tindakan-tindakan kita ambil dengan baik dan besar. Terima kasih. 
That was Jeopardy Home Minister Datuk Sri Shamsul Anwar Nasara. Next, Pekan MP Datuk Sri Sheikh Mohammad Puzi Sheikh Ali wanted to know what is being done to ensure our public transportation system is systematic and efficient, not only in cities but also in small towns and rural areas. Transport, uh, sorry, rather, Minister of Transport uh, Anthony Lok said the government had allocated some 105 million ringgit to the interim stage bus support fund, or ISBSF in short, a program that aims to assist non-stop bus operators nationwide. He said that this ensures operating companies continue to provide services including 265 routes in East Malaysia and 88 routes in Sabah and Sarawak. Bagi mengurangkan kos pengguna, Kerajaan Persekutuan melalui Kementerian Pengangkutan telah memperuntukkan dana sebanyak 115 juta ringgit setahun untuk inisiatif My50 iaitu pas perjalanan tanpa had untuk 30 hari bagi perkhidmatan rail dan bas yang disediakan oleh Rapid KL. Di luar Lembah Kelang, perkhidmatan pengangkutan awam darat tertumpu kepada perkhidmatan bas berhenti-henti yang menghubungkan pusat-pusat pertempatan dengan bandar terdekat. Bagi menjamin penyediaan perkhidmatan bas berhenti-henti yang berterusan kepada rakyat yang memerlukan perkhidmatan tersebut, kerajaan telah memperuntukkan dana sebanyak 105 juta ringgit setahun di bawah program ISBSF sebagai bantuan kepada pengendali bas berhenti-henti yang menanggung kerugian operasi untuk terus menyediakan perkhidmatan berangkumi 265 laluan di semenanjung Malaysia dan 88 jumlah laluan di wilayah Sabah dan Sarawak. The minister also shared that the government was in the process of introducing the Demand Responsive Transit, uh, which is a bus service based on demand. The public will be able to access this service via an app. Kita sedang juga memperkenalkan Demand Responsive Transit iaitu memang ada di kawasan bandar sekarang ini ada perkhidmatan-perkhidmatan di mana ada permintaan baru mereka pergi. Jadi itu antara uh, perkhidmatan baru yang kita nak perkenalkan. Ia bergantung kepada teknologi, uh, dia boleh menggunakan apps apabila ada permintaan di kawasan itu memang kita boleh bagi uh, perkhidmatan itu. Jadi kalau mana-mana pihak yang berminat untuk menyediakan uh, perkhidmatan van komuniti seperti yang dikatakan itu bagi saya itu lebih kurang seperti konsep demand responsive transit. Itu saya tak ada masalah, kita boleh alu-alukan. Yang keduanya penggunaan EV. Memang kita mengharapkan bahawa penggunaan EV ini dapat diperluaskan secara berfasa. Tetapi sudah tentu apabila kita nak memperkenalkan EV ini, masalahnya ialah kos. Kos untuk membeli bas EV ini agak tinggi. Setakat ini, kos untuk membeli EV ini dia satu kali ganda lebih lebih mahal daripada bas biasa. Jadi memang kita nak perkenalkan kalau boleh kita semua fleet kita nak bas EV. Tetapi hakikatnya ialah kos yang begitu tinggi untuk membeli EV. That was Transport Minister Anthony Locke explaining the concept of bus service on demand and why introducing EV buses into our public transport system might not be viable due to cost issues. Now, what do you think? How often do you use public transport and what would you like to see improved? You can call us on 7733-2900, WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. We then move on to the topic of uh, school dropouts. Petaling Jaya MP Lee Chen Chung uh, asked what the dropout rate was and the breakdown of reasons for the dropout by year, age and gender from 2019 to June 2023. Deputy Education Minister Lim Hui Ying uh, took to the mic again to answer this. She told the day one that dropouts among students in both primary and secondary schools has seen a downward trend from 2019 to 2022. 
Kadar kecikiran murid pada peringkat rendah menurun daripada 0.12% pada tahun 2019 kepada 0.07% pada tahun 2022. Pada peringkat menengah pula, kadar kecikiran menurun daripada 1.14% pada tahun 2019 kepada 0.99% pada tahun 2022. However, students drop, student dropouts involving primary students from standard 3, 4 and 6 had seen an increase from 2019 to 2022. In terms of gender, though, primary school students saw a decrease in dropouts for male students and none at all for female students. As to why these students had dropped out, the Deputy Minister stated that the main reasons include a lack of interest, work obligations, family problems, marriage and difficulties in getting to school due to disability. Distance. Uh, she said that the ministry had rolled out various initiatives to assist students overcome these issues and lessen the possibility of dropping out. Sebagai permulaan, KPM telah memulakan program Rintis K11 di SKRPS Betau, Kuala Lipis, Pahang dan di SK Longbedian, Baram, Sarawak. KPM juga menjalankan program Outreach Murid Cici di semua PPD dengan kerjasama komuniti setempat. Objektif program Outreach Murid Cici ini adalah memberi intervensi berfokus bagi membantu murid Cici untuk kembali ke sekolah. KPM yakin semua usaha serta inisiatif yang dirancang dan dilaksanakan ini dapat menangani keciciran murid dan memastikan mereka kekal dalam sistem pendidikan negara sehingga tamat tempoh persekolahan. Sekian terima kasih. Pasimas MP Ahmad Fazil Shari then asked about the trends of parents choosing to homeschool their children. He claimed that these students are not receiving the education that they need and wanted to know what the government is planning to do about this. Huying responded by saying that there were many reasons for parents to opt for homeschooling depending on their children's needs. Jadi homeschooling ini merupakan satu uh, memang satu trend yang kita uh, amat uh, perhatikan dan tentang pendidikan khas tu kebanyakan uh, yang memilih homeschooling kerana individu budak-budak uh, anak-anak kita yang mungkin ada keperluan yang special, keperluan khas. Jadi kita akan uh, membuat uh, tindakan atau membuat um, kajian yang lebih terperinci atas homeschooling ini. Sekian terima kasih. That was Deputy Education Minister Lim Hui Ying saying that the government will be looking into the matter of homeschooling. We'd like to hear your thoughts. What do you think of homeschooling as an option for your children's education? And if you homeschooled them, what uh, was your experience like? You can uh, let us know by calling us on 7733-2900 uh, or WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, that's all we have for this session of Parliament. Uh, just to recap what we discussed today, vocational education offering EV courses, what the government is doing to curb the issue of illegal moneylenders or alongs, progress on the integration of our public transport system, and specifically what the government has in store to make our bus system more efficient, and the trend of school dropouts. Now, if any thoughts on any of these questions, uh, you can, as I said, uh, you can call us on double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp us at zero one eight double seven eight nine double eight double nine, or tweet us at BFM. Best flipping moments, BFM eighty nine point nine, the business station.
It's 5.39, I'm Sharad, and we're talking about uh, the discussions in Parliament today. So just a quick wrap of what was said. Uh, they covered vocational college education for EV courses in particular, illegal money lenders or alongs, uh, the progress on public transport, and also the trend of school dropouts and homeschooling. So those are the issues with up. Uh, we actually have... Uh, some messages coming in on the question of transport. So we asked you, is, you know, do you use public transport and what would you like to see improved? Now, uh, we have Sirajuddin uh, with his comments on connectivity. I'm Sirajuddin. Please improve on the first mile and last mile connectivity. I think it's expensive. Yeah, Surgeon, I absolutely agree with you. It is expensive, it is uncoordinated, it's unsystematic. And your thoughts are shared with, uh, by, or rather, by Sharul Akma, who says, put in place the infrastructure and facilities for the last mile connectivity. Instead of putting more vehicles on the road, a good connectivity route for pedestrians to walk and cycle will encourage the use of public transport and healthy lifestyles for all. I couldn't agree more. I'm a pedestrian myself. Uh, in, in, I don't drive. So if you have any thoughts about how public transport can be encouraged and how you can see the government playing its role uh, in this, uh, please WhatsApp us or call us or tweet us. Now, we also have some concerns about uh, the discussion of uh, schools and vocational colleges and courses that they're uh, offering. So the question was, you know, what other courses would you like to see our vocational institutions offer? Zach has solar energy and other renewable energies. And Calvin has a high percentage of the syllabus, which are generic, are common to all different streams of courses, whether it's EV, uh, the Internet of Things, uh, um, artificial intelligence, etc., except for the specialization uh, which may take a few semesters. So um, I guess a concern that Malaysia's education system is up to scratch and following market trends. The question, of course, would be if these are offered, whether there will be jobs readily available for the graduates of those vocational institutions. Now, you can keep uh, your thoughts coming on these questions and more, including Alongs, if you would like to. Remember, you can call us at 7733-2900, WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899, or tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.